from Rosentary in the shed. It's the podcast that gives you a little insight into our social distance lives based in rural central, central Bedfordshire. Gives Primrose an activity to do, to do as, part as part of her home, home learning. Schooling! I'm Terry. With me <laughs> is Primrose. Primrose. Here she is. Light of our lives. Enjoying the hot weather, Primrose? Well, not really, because um, it's making me quite sweaty. Um, and I've stripped down to my pants. <laughs> So I'm basically nudie whilst doing this podcast. So. Yes, we're, we're delighted this is audio and not visual because yes. um, I am a sweaty mess in the shed. Primrose is down to her pants. Um, it's quite the <laughs> strong look. bright pink. Your pants are bright pink. Yeah. Her pants well, are bright pink. Which I wasn't intending on having bright pink pants today. You should get your own like... clothes out then, shouldn't you? When you're seven and you're waited on by mummy and daddy... Would you like to wear this today, Princess Primrose? Pink pants. <laughs> uh, anyway, you've already had an ice lolly this morning, haven't you? Yeah, it it was one that tastes like spinach, tomato and carrot. That sounds horrible. That's not <laughs> surely not how the ice lolly tastes. It does, actually. And you like these ice lollies? Yes. I think you're misleading the public somewhat. <laughs> the ice lollies taste fruity, but they have in them spinach and tomato, probably. And carrot. Don't they? Yeah. Well, yeah, because they're all sweet when you take them as juices. We're painting a picture of being hot and sweaty, Primrose. Do you remember what we did last week when it was Mummy and Daddy's anniversary? We didn't record a podcast last week, partly because of this. Handstand. Yeah. I had an ice cream and an ice lolly, but then my cut really hurts me, yeah. Well, yes, you've got a cut on your foot that got stingy in the in the sea, but it was a yeah. it was a pleasant day. And we made and I found some natural clay on the beach. Yeah. And I found some natural clay on the beach, and I made some clay people and a bath and a boat in a little rock pool. And I made a castle in it, and I made foot guards with dead crabs. And you made a marble run with yeah. um, with sand. That was fun. In fact, we we made a video of that. Perhaps we'll have to make sure we share that. On the uh, Primrose yeah. and I've Terry got, Facebook page. I've got um, four glimmies now, and three of them glow up underwater. Yes, in other Primrose news, glimmies are a part of our life. They're a toy uh, made of plastic that light up for various reasons. And Primrose loves them. Yeah. What, are, what are their names? This one's Ondia, that one's Coralina, mm. and that one's Midrisilla. Midrisilla? And I haven't named my other one. That's got a polar bear carriage. Mm. Um, and the other ones glow up when you put them in water. But this one, when you bash it on the head ultra hard, it changes colour, all the colours of the rainbow. And uh, let's hope that you don't take your lessons from bashing your glimmy hard on the head <laughs> into real life, uh, trying to expect people that you are friends with to light up. <laughs> bashing them on the head will not do that. <laughs> Just light them up. Bright red yes, with you, anger. You bash daddy around <laughs> quite a bit, but you're also aware I don't light up. <laughs> Primrose, shall we tell people what's happening in today's podcast? Of course we shall. Well, we're going to make it a shorter one than usual. We're going to be talking about Father's Day. We have a phone call with your friend James from school. We He's have a, a really big supporter of the podcast. He likes the podcast, which is great. Um, we have a book review, which is a book called Listen Up. More about that later. Uh, your emails and messages will follow, and then we'll solve the riddle, have mummy in the garden, and that will be about it. So, Primrose, shall we uh, have your riddle now? Yes, of course. If you want. If you threw a white stone into the Red Sea, what would it become? 
If you threw a white stone into the Red Sea, what, what would, it? would it become? Well, like, is it, do you know what the Red Sea is? Yes, it's a part of the sea um, that pirates used to sail on a lot. Yar, sail across the Red Sea. That's not actually how they talk. It is in my head. Well, it's not actually in real life, because... Uh, well, there are still pirates today, and yes, you're right, they yes. probably sound nothing like that. <laughs> Yahar, me hearties. <laughs> they don't, definitely don't sound like that. Anyway, uh, if We you... saw some monks. What? A year ago. <laughs> what are you talking about? <laughs> what are you talking about? We saw some monks a year ago, and they were selling beer. Uh, that did happen, yes, in a food <laughs> fair. <laughs> There were just, monks selling beer at a food random, fair. It yeah. just randomly came to my it's head. It's got nothing to do with the riddle. <laughs> <laughs> we did see monks. They were selling beer at the Melton Mowbray Food Fair. That was last year. A year ago. Yeah, just under a year ago. Anyway. Um, so, Primrose, uh, when are we going to give people the answer to the riddle? Well, at the end of the podcast, That's a great idea. The end of the podcast. <laughs> Maybe right now. No, no. actually, we're not going to tell you. Definitely at the end. Give them a reason to listen. Yeah, and we're going to do a funny bit at the end again. Oh, there we go. A funny bit at the end of the podcast. I forgot to mention that in my roundup. Right, let's talk about Father's Day. Yeah. This is our Father's Day topic. Primrose, what happened on Father's Day? I am, I'm the father in this house, and so it was my day. What did you do for my day? It was actually kind of my dream day as well. <laughs> You're not wrong. <laughs> so, so why don't you remember what happened first thing in the morning? Okay, so me and Mummy made a giant full English breakfast. Mm. I helped with the cutting of the um, things, then went to get Daddy for some three episodes of Scooby-Doo. Yeah, why did we have to watch three episodes of Scooby-Doo whilst breakfast was being made? Because it was full English, and I really love Scooby-Doo, so it does Daddy. It was a mega full English, so full yeah. that I had to uh, pass on the lunch that was on offer, because I was far too full from the breakfast. Um, but I yes. made Daddy a little um, sandwich out of my pizza crusts, and a piece of pepperoni that had fell off my pizza that was that was part of my lunch yes <laughs> pizza crust um a pizza crust with ma- pepperoni and then pizza crust i called it a macaroni sandwich yes but, but but I, I enjoyed the breakfast and i enjoyed watching scooby-doo with you primrose yeah, that was fun. Uh, by the way for people that aren't uh, familiar with uh, all the versions of scooby-doo this is the, a version of scooby-doo the cartoon which i think was made in about 2012 or so and in it, uh, Velma is obsessed with Shaggy, and uh, Daphne. Daphne is very much, as as usual, I guess, uh, obsessed with Fred. Fred. But to the extent that those two obsessions are more of a thing than the actual crime solving themselves, and the whole the whole yeah. thing seems to be shaped on those like, uh, budding oh, romances. Fred. Yeah, like, like, like it's a bit odd. Oh no, Daphne is trapped. I want to come. <laughs> It almost feels like Scooby is an afterthought in the story. Uh, there we go. That's my uh, critical analysis. I still enjoy it, and there are plenty of 
references to the term like jinkies and all that sort of stuff. Yeah. So uh, there's something we've got in common. Like Scooby-Doo. the Scooby-Doo annual. We have a Scooby-Doo annual in this house. We well. but did a book review on it. Did we? I, I don't know if we did, but... Um, I think we did. But Scooby-Doo... We've um, uh, we're fans of it in this house. Anyway, that was in the morning. Then you actually took a, a, a some time to meet your friend Emma in whose a socially distanced way. Yeah. Whose birthday is sadly on Father's Day. <laughs> it was this year. It was on Father's Day. She had a lovely time though, and um, she saw a few people from and a they social had loads distance. Of and then in the afternoon. Because of the return, Primrose, of the Premier League football season, you had suggested that I have to watch some football as but, part of Father's Day. But now I I didn't think about the me having to watch it with Dad. That, so Primrose enjoyed some lovely football. I mean, the previous day... Yes, I did. It was really good. The previous day, I got to enjoy Crystal Palace playing on BBC One in the Premier League game, which has never happened before. That's the first ever Premier League game on BBC One, Primrose. And it was Crystal Palace. And we won! So all of in all, it was did. great. Yeah, you were great earlier, weren't you? You like Crystal Palace. You've got a Crystal Palace shirt. You were wearing Daddy, it on Father's Daddy Day. Daddy forced me to. That's not true. You came into our bedroom wearing that shirt. <laughs> I had to because it was the closest thing to my bed. Mm, well, reluctant Crystal Palace fan. Yeah. Who's your favourite Crystal Palace player? I'm just going to go for a random one. Uh, uh, Wilfred Zaha? You're pretending you don't know Wilfred Zaha's name. He's your favourite footballer ever. Oh. Na 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 Hey, hey, hey. Wilfred Zaha. Okay, yeah. As okay. the song goes. Uh, speaking of football on Father's Day, Primrose, can you remember one of the presents you gave me? That was football-themed. I say one of the presents. There were three... Th- of these presents in oh, one yes. pack. yes. Roy of the Rovers. Roy of the Rovers. And, and you even Yay. made a Roy of the Rovers inspired card, but instead of Melchester Rovers, you called the team Telchester Rovers, which is very good. Anyway, I enjoyed oh, the old I'm Roy of the hot. Rovers annuals. It is hot, Primrose, yeah. We'll get... Well, it's like a sauna doing this podcast. Oh, my God. It's, <laughs> it's an endurance activity recording a podcast here. Like, we're going to lose a stone of weight. Uh, after this, I think. Um, anyway, Father's Day. Can you remember what we had for dinner? Ultra rare steak. It was a lovely bloody steak. Lovely bloody steak. Thank oh, you. Oh, yes, I was playing with a headless Barbie. And you were playing with a headless Barbie, yeah. That was your Father's Day experience. But mine <laughs> yes, involved... Yes, it was great. Mine, mine involved football in, in many ways and... and, and <laughs> lovely food so thank you primrose for a lovely father's day experience thank you as well to my wife nelly for making sure that that could all happen um by the way if you're picturing just the barbie itself with no head (laughs) yes you're picturing it wrong so you could connect the head back on then do funny things and i freaked out my mom by going ah look at this barbie mummy and then I made her do a handstand and plop her head right off. <laughs> Good. This uh, is gonna. This is gonna be the, the best podcast episode ever, Primrose. Already, I can sense it. Um, thank you, uh, everyone. Uh, we'd like to hear how your Father's Day was, wouldn't we? So, if there's yeah. any any fathers listening, tell us about your Father's Day experiences. How can they get in touch, Primrose? Primrose Terry Shed at gmail.com. So, if you email Primrose Terry Shed at gmail.com, uh, we will be delighted to hear about your Father's Day experiences in your house. You can also contact us via the Facebook page, facebook.com 
twitch.com forward slash primrose terry shed. It's now uh, the part of the podcast where we speak to somebody on the phone. And Primrose, who have you chosen to speak to today? Um, James. And who's James? Um, James is a really big supporter of the podcast. And someone you know how? Because he's in my class at school. Oh, excellent. So uh, James has agreed to be uh, asked some questions. By Primrose. Primrose, if I was to be a betting man, and occasionally I am, I would bet that one of your questions for James is about if he has any pets. Am I right? Yeah. <laughs> Have I given away something? Yeah. <laughs> is there anyone you wouldn't ask the question about pets to? Just before we, you know, before we have, before we speak to him, why do you always want to know about people's pets? What would be a good? What do you reckon he has got, if any pets at all? Cats. Hmm, we'll find out. That's the bet. Does James have cats? Shall we hit the call and see what he says? Okay. It's ringing. I wonder if James will answer. Hello. 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 Is that James? Hello. Is that James? Yeah. Hi, Hello. James. Hello. It's Primrose and Terry Hi. in the shed. How are you doing? Thanks for speaking to us today. I'm doing. I'm great, thanks. Good, good. Delighted to yeah. hear it, James. Uh, Primrose has got a few questions that she was going to ask you. Would it be okay if she does that? Yeah, sure. Do you have any pets? So, do you have any pets, James? <laughs> yeah, yeah, I do. Oh, excellent! Ah, he does have yes. pets. Tell us about your pets. What do you have? Uh, I've got two cats. One called Sammy and one called Squeak. Sammy's very lazy. He's sleeping on mummy and daddy's bed right now. Squeak, I don't know where she is. <laughs> Sammy she and might, Squeak. Yes, yeah, Sammy and Squeak. He's always catching food, like mice and trees and stuff. And, and, does, Squeak, and does Squeak bring in those mice into the house? Yeah. Uh, <laughs> that's, the, that's the problem with cats, Primrose. They can make a right mess. Yeah. Yeah, like Rory. Yeah, do you, yeah, Rory, who's a, your cousin's cat. Did you um? Do you ever have to feed the cats, James, or look after them? Well, sometimes I can, I, I get to feed them if I like, and when it's a dinner time, I can I can feed them. Do you have any other pets, or is it just the cats in your house? Um, it's just the cats in my house. We don't have cats in our house, so we're always interested to hear about uh, others. Did you enjoy my bake along earlier this month? Yeah, I did. Brilliant. And you were one of the people that signed up for that bake-along, and we got to see you uh, and your sister both making rock cakes. Do you do any baking in your own time? Yeah, I've made um, salted caramel chocolate brownies for Father's Day. Oh, excellent. I bet your dad was really happy about that. Yeah. I invented a new cake as well. Oh, shit. Yeah, Primrose did invent a new cake. I invented it. I didn't think it was going to work. Mm. Yeah. But it was made of chocolate and oranges, mostly. Yes. Yeah. So we've been busy baking. I think lots of people have been baking the last few weeks, haven't they? And, and it sounds, James, like you're no exception yeah. to that. It's homeschooling good. Why? So Primrose was wanting to know if uh, homeschooling has been good or not. Yeah. Yeah. Homeschooling's pretty good. 
what parts of homeschooling have you enjoyed? What's been the best bit? I'm not really sure, but I like it. Yeah. Is it the fact that you can just get up out of bed and you're already at school? Yeah. And what we tell Primrose, James, is that she gets a lot of mummy and daddy's time in a way that your teachers might be more spread uh, thinly uh, looking after lots of uh, children. Um, when, when, you, when you've got a question, we can answer your questions, which is always helpful. Um, what, what parts of school do you enjoy the most, James? Um, I enjoy a maths factor. Maths, yep. And uh, playing. Playing. <laughs> yes, well, we enjoy anything that requires playing as well, for sure. You have a little sister, Charlotte. Is spending yeah. lockdown with her fun or annoying? How's having a little sister in your house? Um, sometimes stressful. <laughs> Why is it stressful? What does she do that's stressful? Is she loud? Well, yeah, she's very loud, very loud indeed. Yeah. Are you quite similar or you, do you think you're quite different? Mm, I'm probably a little bit different and a little bit the same. Yeah. Because sometimes I like being loud. And How old is she, James? She... Turned five in May, so she's five. Yeah, so she's at least a couple of years younger than you. Yeah. Yeah. Well, yes, difficult, but as you get older, it'll be good. You'll have an ally who's a similar age to you, and that'll be helpful. But right now, I imagine it's challenging because you're spending so much time with her. Yeah. James, thank you so much for for speaking to us and and also for for listening to the podcast. We know that you send lots of messages in. We really enjoy those. Yeah, we do. Yeah. Um, James, we will let you get back on with whatever you're doing. It's a really hot day, so I imagine you're um, sweating somewhere. Oh, I, I, I'm in the shade under my under my treehouse. Ah, oh, lucky James. Oh, we're in a sauna. Yeah, we, we we might as well be sitting in an oven where we are. Yeah, that's why I stripped down to my pants. <laughs> that's why Primrose is in her pants. James doesn't need to know that. Yeah, um, <laughs> that's quite not... Quite a lot of detail, Prince. Yes. <laughs> um, James, thank you very much for your time, and uh, hopefully we'll speak to you again soon. So bye-bye for now. Bye-bye. Thank bye-bye. you. Thank Thanks, James. Bye. bye. And what is the book that we are reviewing today, Primrose? Listen up, Rule the Airways Rules School. Yes, and this book is by Roman Kemp and Vic Hope. Now, Primrose, there's a story behind this. I was supermarket shopping a few weeks ago, and uh, do you remember the supermarkets I tend to frequent? Yeah. Which ones are they? Aldi and Sainsbury's. Aldi and Sainsbury's. Shout out to those stores. Give us free stuff if you like any free stuff anyway in Aldi I noticed in their uh, section where they have random bits and bobs they had some books and one of the books was this book Uh, Roman Kemp is the presenter of Capital's breakfast program and Vic Hope I believe is or was the co-presenter and this book is about making radio in a school so it's aimed at kids and it's a story 
And it's clearly inspired by Roman and Vic themselves, because the pictures look just like them, just in child form. Um, but it's, a, it's about a school radio station. And, and Primrose, what can you remember about the two radio programmes that both people present? So it's Best of the Best and Radio Royalty. Yeah, so Arthur, who is clearly Roman, is doing a radio royalty show with his friend. And, and Vic, uh, or Grace as the character is, is uh, presenting a show called Best of the Best because her name is Grace Best. And they're rivals trying to get the best ratings for the school radio. And they're like school celebrities. And the idea of that amuses me greatly and sort of reminds me of um, student radio. Maybe not so much anything I did at school. Uh, Do you think you'd get involved in a school radio station if there ever was one, Primrose? I don't know. Would it be something you'd be interested in? I would be interested in it. But I think I have to learn a bit more about radio. Do you think anyone in your school knows more about radio than you do? Well, actually thinking about it, no. (laughs) (laughs) So, if your school, Clophill St Mary's Lower School, ever decided (laughs) to launch some sort of radio or podcast, I think, Primrose, you'd be in a prime position to to have a programme on such a station. Who do you think out of your teachers would be, uh, who'd be most likely to want to do it? Mrs. Hayes. Mrs. Hayes. <laughs> is that because we've noticed that Facebook. on the school Facebook page, <laughs> everything Mrs. says Mrs. Hayes. Mrs. Hayes, Mrs. Hayes is Mrs. Hayes. She's hello, Mrs. Hayes. If you're hello, listening, Mrs. by the way, she's she's good at signing off um, every post that they put on the Facebook page. Mrs. Hayes. So we know it's Mrs. Hayes writing those messages. Yeah. Posting those bits. So, Mrs. Hayes, if you want to speak to us and uh, have your own school podcast or radio programme, let us know. Primrose will give you some top tips. Anyway, Primrose, tell us about what happens in this book, Listen Up, Rule the Airwaves, Rule the School, by Roman Kemp and Vic Hope. What's your review? um, The chess tournament trophy has gone missing, and now Arthur and Grace and whoever it is, Arthur, Grace and... The other one. Yeah. (laughs) Yeah. Arthur. Arthur's mate. Yeah. They uh, um, are trying to find the chess trophy and who it's been stolen by. Mm-hmm. So that they can... Well, yeah, why do they Why do they want to, to solve the mystery of who stole the chess trophy? Why is that important? Because then they can put it on their podcast and be really... They want to get the best ratings. Yeah. And they think that by solving the case themselves, they're bound to get the best ratings ever. Do you think in reality that's what happens? Well, I don't know. Because it's kind of like an investigation they're doing. And Daddy does radio, Primrose. And yet, do you know what I've never done? What? A criminal investigation. Ever. On the radio. That's never been done by me. It's a bit like... Uh, maybe maybe it's based on the podcast Serial or something. What? You mean you've never listened to Serial, Primrose? I can't believe it. It's one of the most listened to podcasts ever. Serial? Yeah, not breakfast cereal. <laughs> I mean, there probably there probably is a podcast about breakfast cereal, and I'd like to listen to that too. Yeah. But there's a podcast called Serial, which is a sort of crime investigation one. Uh, there's lots of lots of other podcasts like that as well. Anyway, Primrose, we digress massively. What do you think of this book? Like, give us a little bit more information about your views of this book. Well, we haven't finished it, so. Um... Yeah, we're still going. We're, we're three quarters of the way through. At the moment, I like it. Yeah. 
it's it's interesting how it's trying to i guess spread radio fun to a younger audience and then make radio sound very intriguing school radio station where they're trying to solve a crime i like it yeah i had to solve a crime this morning except it was in my grammar lesson. oh yeah you did but that that wasn't part yeah. of a radio thing. Should we set up a, a radio crime-solving lesson at one point? Yeah, I've been into crime-solving mysteries and quests for Mummy. Mm. That's true. Anyway, Primrose, what do you give Listen Up, Rule the Airwaves, Rule the School by Roman Kemp and Vic Coates? Ten. <laughs> Ten. Amazing. Who knew it was going to be that mark? And, Again. And so Again. you would recommend it to yeah. others... And of course I would. And would I recommend every single book that I choose for a book review. And would you recommend that they make a, a radio show or a podcast as well whilst they're at it? Yeah. Yeah. You know, speaking as someone, Primrose, who is, uh, I guess my livelihood somewhat is uh, based on the fact that young people need to be interested in making radio or podcasts, I'm all for a book which is trying to encourage young people to be interested in radio and podcasts. Because so, then they might go to the university. Yeah, they, they might. They might be taught by me one day. So, Roman and Vic, thank you for your service. Uh, Primrose, thank you for your book review. We'll finish that book soon. We'll let you know if something bad happens at the end and we decide not to give it a 10 after all. Uh, but, Primrose, there'll be another book review, I'm assuming, next time. Yes, I will. out some of your emails and messages and uh, if you'd like to contact the podcast about any of the topics we've discussed or indeed anything else it's uh, primrose terry shed at gmail.com and facebook.com forward slash primrose terry shed is the facebook page um, number one fan has contacted us via the email address primrose saying is the riddle answer t that was last week's riddle, or the last podcast oh. riddle. The answer wasn't tea. Do you remember what it was? It was teapot. Teapot, yes. Uh, your raps were phenomenal. I was very entertained. So that's good. Thank you very much, number one fan. We've heard from the podcast dog, Nick, and uh, and the podcast dog, Will Lester. Will you tell me about this? Well, we have. The email says as follows. Uh, this week's titbit is that, unlike any other dog I've known, he very rarely barks. If I were to put a number on it, I would say that he barks about once every other month. The first time I heard him bark was shortly after I got him and we were sitting on the sofa watching some TV. There was a character on it who was making unpleasant wailing noises. Lester looked up disapprovingly, got down from the sofa, over walked over to the television, barked at it and then ran off upstairs. <laughs> which is good generally this has been a good thing the only exception I can think of is when he went missing some months ago I was going to give him his food called out thinking he must be in his crate upstairs he didn't appear I opened the back door called out to him he didn't appear I opened the front door wandered some way up down the road calling to him as well I was getting more and more concerned I decided to check everywhere he could possibly be I finally found him in a bedroom him having pushed the door open with his nose it closing behind him. As he doesn't bark, he wasn't able to tell me where he was. And uh, and then he sent a video, Nick, of uh, the time when Lester did it. He can just uh, Afterwards. It. So Lester doesn't bark. Who knew? The podcast dog. He also sends a picture of Lester's night eyes. Can you describe what you can see? A dark room. And what's that? A big red 
bulgy thing. Yeah, it looks like some lights. It's actually the podcast dog's eyes lighting up. They're creepy. In the dark. Yeah, like cat's eyes. They're creepy. It does look creepy, doesn't it? Um, so there we go. <laughs> Thank you very much, uh, Nick, and to Lester, the podcast dog. We Doggy. always appreciate it. Uh, we've also heard some, uh, had some messages from Martha. Primrose, we've heard from on this podcast before. Oh yes, remember her baby sister Juniper? Hi Terry, on your latest podcast we've just thought of the answer. Is it a teapot? Because you said tea, it has tea in it um, and we've got a riddle. Um, what loses its head in the morning and gets it back in the evening? Um, I'm going to tell you I'm going to send another message and tell you the answer. But don't tell Primrose it till she's figured it out. Okay, all right, so Primrose, you heard that. And do you have a guess as to what the answer might be? Starfish. Starfish. Let's see what the answer is from Martha. Hi, Terry, the answer is, um, pillow. A a pillow. (laughs) Because it loses the person's head in the morning and gets it back in the evening. Thank you, Martha. And there we go, so it was a pillow was the answer. That was a good riddle. Oh. We appreciate your riddles. Uh, we also got a message from Jan, um, who's who's got in touch with the podcast. Shall we hear that one, Primrose? Yeah. Hello. We were just listening to your podcast, and it was coming to an end. And Juniper said, "What did you say?" My best Chris. Not Chris. Primrose. Primrose. <laughs> Hello, Primrose. Hello, Primrose. I'm gonna say bye bye. Bye-bye, Primrose. <laughs> <laughs> Juniper, uh, we appreciate your your considered <laughs> message. Yes. And uh, if anyone else wants to say hello, Primrose, or bye-bye, Primrose. Oh, I'm sweating. We, will, we are doing it in the Primrose and Terry in the microwave today. Might as well be at the greenhouse or other hot places. <laughs> A sauna. Do you remember when we went to Kew Gardens? We went into that giant greenhouse. Oh, and it, no. when we went upstairs in it, and it was the hottest thing ever. Um, yes, that it's it's like thing. that. If, if you've ever been to Kew Gardens, you might know what we're talking about. Uh, anyway, uh, Primrose, those were the emails and messages this week. Uh, how can people contact us if they want to send one in for the next podcast? Uh, Primrose Terry, shout out to gmail.com. And the Facebook page is facebook.com forward slash Primrose Terry Shad. <laughs> Now I'm going to tell you the answer to the riddle. If you threw a white stone into the Red Sea, what would it become? That is the riddle. I'm going to say it again. If you threw a white stone into the Red Sea, what would it become? And what's Please the answer? send your answer. They've already sent their answers, Primrose. What, what is the answer? Wet. What? Wet. What? It becomes wet. Wet? That's a cop-out of an answer. What sort of riddle is this? I want my money back. I didn't spend on anything. The answer is wet. Primrose, thank you for your riddle. Will there be another riddle next week? Yes, if the listeners like the riddle. Oh, are you saying that if the listeners got in touch saying they didn't like the riddle, then you would drop the riddle? You wouldn't do it? I'd drop it on the floor. (laughs) You'd drop the riddle on the floor. I thought, when you said cereal podcast, I thought you meant breakfast cereal was producing a podcast. (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> I would listen to a podcast about shreddies. <laughs> what, what other cereals? Cookie Crunch? Yeah, so that I. Yeah. Granola. 
organic granola. Do you know, <laughs> Primrose, I don't think the listeners will know this. Last year, um, with my Nectar card, my Nectar app, it told me that in the Sainsbury's store that I go shopping in, I was the second highest purchasing customer in the whole store for organic granola. <laughs> <laughs> Only one customer in that sto- in that shop bought more organic granola than me. <laughs> and if that's not some sort of claim to fame, I mean, I was hoping to go for number one spot this year, but they um they haven't had any organic granola for a while. I'm guessing because the uh, production has halted due to the virus. But uh, once it's back in there, I'm getting eight packs to make up for it. <laughs> eat all the granola. <laughs> uh, anyway, uh, that's Buy, the... just put a whole trolley full of granola. <laughs> yes, I think so. We digress uh, massively from the riddle. There will be another riddle in the next episode of Primrose and Terry in the Shed, uh, unless, of course, you all decide that you don't want one. In which case, let us know. You know how to do it. Welcome to Mummy in the Garden. The bit of the podcast where we talk to mummy in the garden hello what should we talk about today water experiments maybe oh yes we're sat in the shade looking out at the heat aren't we and because of the extreme heat we are experiencing i suggested to primrose that she might like to put up her paddling pool but what did you moan about the coldness of the water we appear to have some sort of princessy child who doesn't like the coldness of the water in the paddling pool. So this morning, Primrose and I set up a science investigation to see how we can use the heat of the sun to warm up the water. So do you want to describe a little bit, Primrose, about how we set up that experiment? So we set up the experiment by getting plain water, cling film, um, bin liner and tin foil. Tin foil. And what did we do with those materials? We put them over glasses of cold water. Yep. Where um, did we put those pots? We put those pots out in the sun. And they've been there since about 10 o'clock this morning, haven't they, with their little covers on. And can you remember that we kept it a fair test by using the same pots, the same water, the same volume of water? And they've been there, and we could go and take a temperature on one of them right now if you wanted to. Shall we do that? You think the cling film? We took temperature measurements every five minutes for the first 15 minutes and then every 15 minutes for the next hour. And it's been a few hours since we checked, but we know from the evidence we collected that the cling film covered pot was getting the water really hot. So she's just going to put the temperature probe in there, not her finger, to measure the temperature of the water. It was 25 degrees when we put the water in there because it was straight out of our cold tap. And the temperature of the water now, we're looking at our digital thermometer. It's It's still going upwards, isn't it? It's No wonder you burnt your finger, you banana. I didn't tell you to put your finger in. I told you to put the thermometer in. It is now 49.5 degrees C. So that's nearly 50 degrees and it started out at 25 degrees this morning and that's just by covering a little pot of water up and leaving it in the sunshine. The black bin liner was also pretty good. The tin foil 
was the least good because we think that that's acted as an insulator. So that's what we've been doing today. And so, Primrose, tell the listener what you did to your paddling pool. Um, so we covered it with dark plastic. Yeah, we didn't... Because we couldn't use a big enough bit of cling film. <laughs> so we couldn't, yeah, we couldn't find a big enough bit of cling film to cover up the paddling pool. So we put a big dark tarpaulin over it in the hope that when Primrose finishes the podcast, she can dive into some nice warm water. So that's us today. That's about all we've got time for, for Primrose and Terry in the shed in this episode, episode 15. Thank you very much for your time. By the way, there actually will be another riddle, I've decided, and there will be a funny bit. There will be another riddle next week, and there will be a funny bit at the end of this episode. So... Skip forward 30 seconds or so if you want to hear that. Uh, Primrose and Terry in the Shed is presented by... Primrose. And Terry Terry Lee. Uh, It's produced by Primrose Lee. And it's edited by... Terry Lee. And the music and imaging is all by... Primrose Lee. Yeah, that's you. Uh, the artwork is it's by... It's by Stu Elvin with yep. a double O. Stu Elvin with a double O. So thank you, everyone, for joining us, Primrose and Terry... In the shed. Goodbye. Crystal Palace. Crystal Palace, the very best. Maybe not. Where the eagles and we're flying. Something, something, something. Oh no, the eagle died. Oh no, that happened this week. Crystal Palace. Crystal Palace, where eagles used to fly. Now they don't. Rest in peace, Kayla the Eagle.